back with you. And as I said, it's Monday evening, so it means it is night surgery. And I have with me, believe it or not, Professor Kala. Prof, salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you, Bateza? Alhamdulillah. And how are you? Alhamdulillah. Very well. You know something? Yes. <laughs> I need to tell you, I didn't change my spray or roll-on, so I don't know why you just disappeared. Are <laughs> you getting the locum agency going? Man, yeah, because I've had people phoning in and asking, where's Professor? I said, send out the search party. Let's find him. You found me. No, I found it finally. <laughs> so, Prof, welcome back. Thank you very and much. And shukran very much for availing yourself. I know very, very busy time for you, but shukran very much for once again being here. And I'm booking you for next week as well. Inshallah, oh, inshallah. No. <laughs> you're the <laughs> boss, but <laughs> you're next week as well. <laughs> so this evening, it's general medical questions, as I've said to the listeners just now. And of course, three very important components that we need in your SMS, weight, gender, as well as your um, age. Your age, my the age, the weight, and the gender. That is what uh, must be included in your SMS. Prof, uh, just before we go to our SMS line, and of course you can also call if you want to speak to Professor yourself, 021-442-3530. That's 021-442-3530. And just now I will give you Professor's new uh, number at uh, the surgery, of course, a private, at private practice. I'll give that just now. However, Professor, there's something that I wanted to ask you, and that is um, many times uh, people are advised by the doctors to use uh, tablets to thin the blood, uh, be it the, the disprin, be it the ecotrin, whatever. Now I was thinking, Professor, will that also affect clotting? Uh, I mean, so that person... Uh, it's a very good question, but that's an excellent question. And yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know? So why do we want to thin the blood? Most times we want to thin the blood because a person has had a heart attack before right. or had a stroke before. Right. Or sometimes they have uh, thrombosis in the veins mm. and then the clot goes up to the lung, so we call it a pulmonary embolus. Right. Right. So in the in the first instance where we're talking about the heart and the brain, for example, it's an arterial process, whereas in terms of the lung, it's a venous process. All so right. it's the veins it's that the veins, are involved. Right, right. So when is the veins involved, then you need something stronger than we use warfarin. Right. Uh, whereas when it's the arteries involved, then we use mainly an antiplatelet kind of drug, mm. and that would be disprin or ecotrin. Right. Ecotrin is just a safer form of disprin. Right, right. That's all it is. And right. we don't use disprin, we generally use baby disprin. Right. So if we do use disprin, then we tend to say to use a half a disprin rather than mm. a whole disprin. And it actually makes quite a big difference because if you if you use too much of the discipline, then you don't get the blood thinning properties. Okay. Right? So the main reason for that is to... Now, the question you ask is very pertinent because sometimes these heart attacks and things occur in people who have high blood pressure. Right. And as a result of the high blood pressure, they may bleed into the brain. Hmm. And if they're on something like Ecotrin or Warfarin, then the bleeding will be greater than it might have been if they're not on those blood thinning okay, tablets. Okay. That's the main risk. Mm -hmm. But in general terms, 
most of the problems are related to a clot rather than a bleed. Right. So the risk benefit ratio is in favor of benefit rather than risk. So to to decrease the possibility of, of clotting. another clot, that's I'm right. With you. Either All the right. clot or the clot breaking and right. we call it an embolus, embolus which is right. a small clot that mm. comes off. So in terms of heart attack and stroke it's often a piece of the cholesterol. Okay. A cholesterol embolus or a plaque mm. that sets off into the brain into the brain right. into the arteries of right, the brain of the brain yeah. and if the arteries are very small then they clog up mm, mm. and that's what we call a stroke right? all right shukran very much uh, prof uh, what we need to do is uh, take a quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to go into our sms's the number of course 47913 47913 this is the sms line professor kala is here and what i will say is that the en die gewig. Daai drie moet in die SMS wees en gee dan soveel as moendlik informatie. Give us much information so that the professor then can actually make an informed diagnosis based on what you've actually Am I correct, Prof? Alright, All right, let's go for the line. And Mark, not the lines. Let's go for an ad break very quickly. We are back with you, and of course, it's Professor Carla this evening with us uh, with general medical questions. If you'd like to call us on the number 021-442-3530, otherwise, send an SMS to 47913. Uh, a female, 55 years old, Parkinson's. Can I increase to more than five tablets daily? It's carbi levodopa. 25 by 100. Okay, yeah, she's already on a big dose, Bredesuf, so I don't know who's treating her. But, you know, the best would be to discuss with the neurologist. That's treating her? Uh, that's treating her, yeah. Mm. You know, she's either going to the Khrutsky Neurology Clinic or she's seeing a private neurologist. I think she's already on quite a big dose, so maybe they need to add something else now or right. look at some other way of controlling the Parkinson's okay, disease. Okay, okay, okay. So you won't advise an increase probably in the dose? Probably not, because they also have side effects and then they can have the opposite of what we're trying to achieve. Right, you know? right. So I would much rather that she discuss it with the neurologist before she makes any further increases. Inshallah. Right, Prof, it's time for us to go to the lines also. Voice of the Cape, hello. Assalamu alaikum, Peter Yusuf. Wa alaikum salam. And salam alaikum, Professor. Wa alaikum salam. I need to know something from you, Peter Yusuf. Yes. <laughs> when, uh, when, uh, when, when you go a wall, you know. Yes. What is the punishment for that? <laughs> well, if it, if it was war, <laughs> if it was. That's <laughs> not a joke. That's not a joke. Yes. If it was war time, such a person gets shot. I didn't go a wall. You can't just go a wall like that. How are you keeping? How's your backache? <laughs> I'm okay, Mr. Professor. Man. How are you, man? All right. Did the amitriptyline help? Uh, I had, but I, I don't know, man. I, I, I was not satisfied with the side effects of it. Okay, okay. Maybe you're taking it a bit late in the evening. When was I taking it? Probably around 6 or 7 in the evening. Okay, 
okay, then I'll do that. Then I'll take you see, that if you advice. take it at 10, 11 o'clock before you go to sleep, then it's still in your system in the morning and you feel groggy the whole day. You feel bubbleish. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so try taking it maybe a little earlier. But how's your pain? No, uh, I, I need to discuss it with you. When I had my five days consecutive radium treatment, right? Yes. And then after that was told, they put me to the 31st of May, which is four months. Hence. Right, right, right. What, what does that actually now signify? Okay, so you see, maybe they want to see the effect of the radium and they don't want to give you too much chemo while the radium is still having effect. I see. So okay. they want the body to recover and then they'll, inshallah, start the chemotherapy. I thought for a moment that it was, you know, uh, uh, over and done with, you know. Very yeah, sure. but did the, did the radium help for the backache? Well, actually, uh, 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 it's neither here nor there because I'm going through... Uh, a lot of pain, and I take my pain tablets. Right, right, and right. And the times when I get, I, I'm absolutely out of touch, you know. And I mean, right, and, uh, right, right, right. How, how often are you taking your pain tablets? I can't hear. How often do you take your pain tablets? I, I, I take it as often as I need. So how often does that mean? In, in uh, reality, what does it translate to? About three times. And the three times a day. You okay, see? that's not bad. That's not bad. And that's I take. Uh, now I try to. I try to listen the intake because. I don't want to, you know, make my uh, my system. Yeah, you know. but you know, rather take it regularly, then you're pain free and you function better, man. You know. Yeah, two two years. You but understand? Because the patients also side effects. Okay, obviously. but then maybe you can use something to overcome that. You know, uh, some prune juice or like sulfic yeah. confit or you know something of that nature. Right, yes, Just too. to loosen the stools, maybe even some all brand. But you yeah, need to control right. your well, pain know, because yeah, controlling your pain keeps you controlling your pain keeps you functional. You follow? Yes, and, and, so. but I've gone a bit weak, you know, in the legs, man. Okay, absolutely, okay. absolutely, considerably, you know. Right, right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm too weak of my back, you see. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, inshallah, we wish you well, my friend. You still sound very good, Alhamdulillah. It's nice to have you back on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't punish me too severely. I'm listening. Take nice care of me, mate. If you have to uh, medically, then do so. Okay. Inshallah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. All right. My very best wishes for all of you. Inshallah. Shukran. All the best. Keep you and the best. Of health and spirits, uh, inshallah, and may Allah, you know, bless your families. Amen. Thank you uh, very much. Actively too, inshallah. and I would like to wish you in the best, the best greeting of all, you know, universally. Thank you, thank in the you name very of Allah, much. I say, Amen. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Just before I go to the next call, I must say that is why you are professor. You <laughs> side uh, step that man so quickly by just asking, and how's your back? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the lines. Voice of the Cape, Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Amaf, I need you with an azim to speak into the mouthpiece. It's by Sah. Yes, because any mouthpiece. Okay, Yusuf. no, no, can I show Yeah, okay. Um, the Yusuf, um, I will with my doctor, man. See, even my, um, I got one more stroke. But. Wanna, wanna was it stroke? In September, man. Okay. En nou het 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 mij gezien te grafiek. Ja. Maar ik verstaan als dat wat hulle kan doen, want ik was geweest bij een private oop van die oor, 
I say that that's the worst Okay, dan insyaallah, insyaallah sali sali work better what it's. Yeah, then the other question what they will fit us. Because now some man was now amal di medication di pharma operation amal di kuta saraid what I mean so pas. But now apparently it's just ek verstaan ek sien dit asu nie amal di medication it side effects of a kidney ek weet jy wat jy was. Yeah, dat is nie waar nie. Jy moet jou pille gebruik. Jy moet jou blood bloeddruk mooi controleer. Okay. And is he of Dispran, of Ecotrin? I say, Solute Dispran. Okay, by him way. He must have break. That is the most important pill for you. Ah, the Solute Dispran in the open air. If you have a whole bunch of them, you know, and then the pharmapressin. Yeah, okay, doctor. side effects the hypertension, if the high blood is not controlled, that can have a worse effect on your kidneys than medication. Yeah, you see, we're using medication for high blood pressure. Right. So, I mean, you know, it shouldn't have an effect on the kidneys oh, right. as such. Right, So, if you're not going to control the blood pressure, then mm. you're going to end up with chronic kidney disease. Right. And you're going to need dialysis. Right. And you're going to end up needing a transplant. Right, right. right so, right. it's far better to take the blood pressure tablets to control the blood pressure. Mm-hmm. What sometimes happens, Buddha Yusuf, is that we overzealously treat the blood pressure. So we bring uh, the blood pressure down too much. Right, right. Then you're not perfusing the kidney enough, and that can also cause kidney injury. So that will have a But that's effect. very rare, oh, in right. fact, yeah. More often than not, it's due to the blood pressure not being adequately controlled. controlled. All right. I'm a 27-year-old male, weighs 62 kilograms. I had toothache. Then I took grandpa for two days. Then the third day, my stomach cramps. When I walk, it cramps. So they're not telling us when and uh, what's going on. Mm. You see, the question is whether the grandpa may have caused a bit of gastritis. uh, Okay, all right. And you know, people don't realize, but grandpa contains quite a bit of aspirin. And aspirin can burn holes in the stomach, but it causes ulcers. Right. Right, right. So the question is whether it's due to the grandpa or not. Mm. And, you know, otherwise there may be another cause. So we don't know when they took the grandpa, when it started, when they stopped the grandpa, how long is it continuing? Do you follow what mm, I'm saying? Mm, so mm. it may even be totally unrelated to the grandpa. Right, right. But even we, don't have, we don't have the time scale. Well, even though it, it, the, star, the cramp started during the period when the person took the grandpa. Yeah, but we but don't know. it could know, be unrelated. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, did they take yeah. the grandpa tonight and then the cramp started tomorrow sure, or sure. day after? You. Do you follow? I'm with you. We need more information before we can say for sure. All right. right. Salam, I'm a female. It's 50 years old. My weight is 65. I would like to know, what is the V in front of my forehead? It's a reddish brown mark and it's been there for two years. I've never had it before. 
a V. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Butaizu. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to think of some of the men who develop a mark on the forehead from right. Salah and so uh, on. Uh, 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 uh. A lot of people feel it might be a light on that important day that will shine for you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know, Butaizu. Okay. I really don't know. Um, Prof, this uh, another question. Should the dermatologist be the one to... Probably, yeah. I think, you know, that might be a very good idea. But okay, skin yeah. doctor. Yeah. yeah. Right. Salam, I'm a female, 67 years old, BP, 190 over 85. Is this okay or not? Okay, so you see, 190 is very high, because we don't want it to be over 140. Hmm. Uh, but the 85 is good because that's what we like it to be. Now, right. there's a lot of controversy about treating what we call systolic hypertension. Right. Uh, but I think the Im the evidence is increasing that you need to treat it, but you don't need to treat it as aggressively as the diastolic hypertension. Right, right. Uh, so I would say, yes, it should be treated when see your doctor and you start your medication. Huh. And I think it would be benef beneficial in the long term. Yes. All right. All right, uh, I'd just like to ask the listeners not to send any more SMSs because I will be keeping Professor here just before Fadzer. <laughs> and I don't think Prof will be that happy to stay here. Maybe Tajut, that's uh, long before Fadzer, but not Fadzer. Okay, so no more SMSs, Kanlala. Uh, let me just see. I'm on 200, number 200. And if I get any more, I have to look at number 200 as the last one. Let's go to the lines. Voice of the Cape. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Wa alaikum salam. Professor Kala, how are you? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I've got a question, uh, Professor. Pharmapres, mm -hmm. Rydek, um, Saplaves, right? Yeah. Now, the person doesn't have cholesterol. No yeah. cholesterol was detected in yeah. the blood. Yeah. But they're given a simvastatin. Is yeah. it necessary to take? Okay. Did she have a heart attack or a stroke? Uh, angina. Okay, so that's why they're giving the simvastatin. Uh -huh. And it wasn't no cholesterol. You can't have no cholesterol. Yeah. You have cholesterol, but it depends on the level. Yeah. But the reason that they put on to simvastatin is because she's had angina and they want to prevent a heart attack. Oh, so the arteries can, that's the, the blood right. flow can be much better through that's the arteries. Right. That's right, that's and right. And for a normal person that doesn't have the angina, that's never had a heart attack? You see, there's no good evidence that Disprin actually, or even simvastatin does anything in that situation unless the cholesterol is high. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if the cholesterol is high, then it might be worthwhile taking uh, simvastatin. Okay, just to keep it... Yeah, to bring normal. down the level so yeah. that you prevent it from depositing on the inside of the yeah. artery. Yeah, okay. uh, So, you know, but once you've had angina or a heart attack, then I think it's crucial that you should be on it. Stay on it. All right. Okay, shukran, Professor. Okay. Okay. Inshallah. Let's go back to the lines. Voice of the Cape. Hello. Assalamu alaikum. salam. How are you, Professor? I'm well, alhamdulillah. And you? Alhamdulillah. Um, and how are you, Professor Kala? Alhamdulillah. Um, Professor Kala, um, my father is in his 70s mm -hmm. and um, he hurted his knee about 45 years ago playing rugby. Okay. But now he went for two opinions already at the doctors. Mm -hmm. And the first one said that he needs because he's got like a muscle just on top of the knee that's very painful. Okay. So now the first one said that he needs to go for a knee replacement. Right. And then he went again because he's not so keen on that. Right. But now the other one said it's not necessary, but now for the last month he's been 
having this pain. It's like mm-hmm. something that kicks out. You just move along the foot and then like it's like a, the muscle that you can actually feel on top of the leg and it's right. very, very painful. Now when you say on top of the leg, on top of the on ankle top, on or top on top of the, of the knee? The knee, the knee. It's okay. right there on top of the knee. And uh, tell me when he makes salah, does he need to sit in a chair? Yeah, definitely, he can't go down. He can't go down for how long now? It's been now more than a more than a month that it's doing that. Before now. that, he could go nicely, no problems. Before he could, yes. Okay, yeah. Look, you know, it's difficult to be sure. Look, in the seventies, one sort of expects that there might be some osteoarthritis in the knee. Okay. And if there is osteoarthritis, then he may require an operation. But if he's able to move the knee very nicely and so on, then the chances are that it may be a form of fibrositis around the knee either tendonitis or a bursitis. So one needs to ab- examine him carefully and then see, you know, sometimes the cortisone injection can actually make a very big difference. Is it so? Yeah. But now, but now who is the best person? Is, does Dr. Kala um, see to any of these? Because he's been going back and forth Yeah, now no, and no, 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 you can, inshallah, you can make a booking to come and see me yeah, and inshallah. then we'll have a look and see what's going on. Okay, so I can get the number. All right, I'll give you the number right now, 021. Double four eight seven five double O. Double O. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Thank you. Waalaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I wanted to laugh just now. Right. When the lady said, Salam alaikum to Yusuf, how are you? And they didn't ask how you were. And then I said, after, I'm joking. Is he? You're the main O. Um, no, no, I'm only joking. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum. I had a C-section and sterilization done the 3rd of February. I'm still bleeding. Is it normal? I am 1.5 meters and 76 kilos. Doesn't say how old. Yeah, okay. So she's had infection with tubal ligation. Uh, 3rd of February, so mm. she's still in the, what we would call, postpartum period, just getting to the end of it. So the bleeding should start reducing now, but mm. And inshallah, it'll stop completely. Inshallah. Not completely, but I mean, then she'll have normal uh, menstruation. Right. So I don't think there's anything to worry about, and I don't know what volume of bleeding and right. so on. right. Uh, but I suspect that the bleeding is probably starting to reduce now because she's getting to the end of that six-week period, okay. you know, that we talk about for the postpartum. Right. Salam, a male, 30 years old. I've been suffering from cluster headaches since 17 years and I've tried many treatments and medication, currently going through a very bad period. Please help. Okay, so cluster headaches are a very special form of headache, and Mm -hmm. you know the neurologists are the best people to treat it. Uh, We don't fully understand the mechanism for it and so on, and I must say I am not very familiar with the condition. Right. Uh, But if he says for 17 years, I suspect he's probably been seen by a neurologist. Since 17. Uh, so that's for 13 years. 13 now, years, yeah. since the age of 17. Since okay. So, you know, if he hasn't been seeing a neurologist, then mm. maybe it's time to get in touch with the neurologist because they are familiar with a lot of the medications that are used right. for these conditions. That's their speciality. That's right. Right. Yeah. Salam, doctor. Welcome back. Shukran for, uh, shukran for being back. That's <laughs> with a welcome back. I'm 65 years old, a female, waiting list for knee replacement. Um, I'm in very bad pain. What do you think of acupuncture? 
Okay, acupuncture will work, but it's a very temporary thing, Bredov. And, you know, the question is whether maybe she'll benefit from an injection into the knee, a cortisone injection, right. which buys time for them, you know, in terms of pain. Mm. Uh, but obviously the knee replacement is going to be the, the best solution, mm. uh, if that's what they've suggested. Uh, now, sometimes we don't want to inject the knee if they're going to have surgery within three months or four months. Right. Because we don't want to create any possibility of an infection. Okay. And there's no doubt that the infections tend to be higher if we've been putting needles in within a three-month period of the okay. surgery. Right. So depending on when the surgery is hopefully scheduled for, perhaps we can try a cortisone injection and that may uh, provide relief. Uh, right. The person said in the meantime, I'm using a walking stick. A walking stick right. is very good because it takes the weight off. Use your painkillers as frequently as you need to use them. Mm. Uh, and inshallah, try and exercise the knee, and uh, you know the surgery is going to be the definitive uh, relief. Inshallah. Right. So, understanding, if uh, the surgery is scheduled for let's say six, seven months, then the possibility then, then inshallah the injection, injection may start. have an effect. It may not have an effect, right. but at least it's safe to give the injection. Inshallah. inshallah. All right. What we're going to do is take a quick commercial break. We'll be back after this. Night surgery it is with uh, our resident doctor. That's Professor Kala. I almost forgotten that you're a resident doctor here. I've seen <laughs> so many really other rubbing it uh, I've honestly. seen so many Any other faces. It was my fault. Anyway, I, all right, I carry can't on. help it. I can't help it. I, when I look across the table, I'm I'm surprised. <laughs> hey, but I know this man. Hey, Salam alaikum. I'm a female, 54 years old. I have dry paper sound in my knees. What tablets or what should I do? I have lower back pain. How often should I use inflammation tablets? Shukran so much for a lovely program. Off one. Okay, so but we don't know whether there's pain in the knee or just the sound. You know, I keep mm. telling people that sometimes people, some people have more noisy joints than other people. Right. And just a noisy joint doesn't always mean pathology. Okay. So we want to know whether there's pain or not. Mm. If there's pain associated with it, then it may be the beginnings of osteoarthritis. Uh, but osteoarthritis often doesn't cause pain until you've lost a lot of cartilage right. and you're getting bone and bone. Right. Uh, then she talks of back pain, back pain and it may be coming from the hip area and sometimes the hip also causes pain in the knee. Oh. So one needs to examine this kind of patient more right. carefully. Right. You know, just from the history alone, there's very many possibilities. Mm, mm. Uh, coming to the pain tablets, yes. You see, anti-inflammatories are all different in their nature. So some of them will be in the system for 24 hours. Others will be in the system for 8 hours. So, for example, if you're using Voltaren, you'll take it three times a day. Whereas if you're using a tablet called Coxflam, you'll only use it once a day. Mm. So that depends on the kind of tablet kind of that you're using. Most of the painkillers, when we talk about Panado, we talk of still pain, stove pain, many of these last right. for about six hours. Okay. So that's why we say take it every six to eight hours as you need it. Right. So sometimes you may find that you take it and you don't need it again for 12 or 14 hours. Ah. Not a problem. Right. But sometimes you may find that after six hours you're now starting to need it. Right. And you've got to take it. Right. Again. You follow? Right. right. So the frequency will depend on the pain control and the type of tablet that you're using. All right. 
Uh, just a reminder, of course, that you can uh, make an appointment to go see Professor Carla in his private capacity as a rheumatologist. Make an appointment to go and see him. And the number there is 021-448-7500. 021-448-7500. That is to make an appointment to go and uh, see the doctor. And that's, of course, not at Hrudiske Hospital as <coughs> itself, but the private uh, uh, surgery, and that would be at the side of yeah, the hospital. Yeah, it's near the maternity section. Near the maternity the section. doctor's bungalow. There you go. There is the um, parking area yeah, is. Right. If you look across, you see it's like a block of flats. In one of those flats, you'll find <laughs> Professor Carl. <laughs> Let's go to the lines. Voice of the Cape. Hello. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. But see, you know, the doctor won't hear my flat. No, 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 no. no. It doesn't usually matter, but if you find that it helps if you take it before you eat, then that's fine, not a problem. No problem, but you yeah. know, if you find that you get a better effect if you take it before you eat, that's okay. fine, not a problem. Okay, as I know, it's very advice, as you know, I'm perceiving that has to say just carry on, it's time to go. Salam, what is good for inflammation in the... Okay, before I get to that, Marv, Prof, I almost forgot there's somebody on the line. Voice of the Cape, hello. post-herpetic neuralgia. So the treatment for that would be, I spoke to you about amitriptyline, if you remember, and you need to take painkillers. And you wanted to know if there's an injection that can be given, and that injection is given into the nerve root, uh, depending on where the shingles occurred. And that's usually done by a neurologist or a neurosurgeon. Okay? It's called go on the source. Sorry? This is all gesund. Yeah, but the pain is not there. Yeah, so it's after it's healed that you mm. get the pain. Oh. It's one of the known sort of effects of shingles, unfortunately. Mm. And it can be very painful. Yes. But there is an injection available, and maybe you should see a neurologist or a uh -huh. neurosurgeon. Oh. And inshallah, they'll be able to improve your pain. Inshallah. Okay. 
Unfortunately, I don't do those particular injections because they need to be in the nerve root. Salam, what is good for inflammation in the foot? Well, you know, we need to find out why there's inflammation there, but there is of. And mm. most often it's due to gout, and I believe you had quite a good discussion last yes, week on with gout. Yes, Dr. Noor Abrams there. Yeah. You know, and if it's gout, then you need to use a tablet called colchicine, otherwise an anti-inflammatory. Mm. But we need to find out why there's inflammation. Right. We need to treat the source of the inflammation. Right, right, right. right. You follow what sure. I'm saying? Sure, So even in gout, you know, we treat the gout, but we actually need to treat the high uric acid. Yes, of course. You follow? So a lot of doctors treat gout, but they forget that they need to treat the high uric the acid. The cause of it. Because if they don't treat the high uric acid, you'll continue to of have course. gout. Yes. You follow? Right. So I think one needs to work out what is the cause of the inflammation, the inflammation. and then you can advise on what to use. All right. But talking about the foot, the commonest cause would probably be gout. Yeah. And for gout, colchicine is a very good tablet. Okay. A female, 65 years old, can one have a test for Alzheimer's at Groteskir? Unfortunately, there's no tests for Alzheimer's. Okay. So, you know, what we do have at Groteskir is a geriatrics department. And because Alzheimer's and dementia tend to be the diseases of the elderly, mm. they run a special clinic which is called a memory clinic. Mm. And, you know, if you go and see them, they will be able to assist you uh, and, inshallah, you know, help you to cope better with the memory loss. All right. Okay, just before we go for an ad break, I have one more question here for your prof. Not one more. This yeah, is not the yeah, final yeah, one, yeah. but for now. A female, age 54, and diabetic. Now, the person is mentioning here a type of medication that's also on sale now, uh, Doxamur. Uh, you know, it's some uh, medication. Should I still take BP tablets and metformin? Absolutely, but I should. <laughs> There's no question about it. Mm. You've got to carry on with your normal medications. Right, right, right. I don't know what this moor is, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> well, I, if I may, um, a few years ago when we were still in Cape Town, when another one was uh, launched, not this one, uh, something else, but in the same vein, people, the manufacturers actually brought a few boxes to me for the golden hour to give to the elders. And then the elders thought it's, okay, this is it. And I exactly what you said there, then I was told to tell them, please, because people then started calling and say, hey, you know, my mom is taking this, but she's not taking her tablets anymore, and she's got this problem now. And I was told, no, she must take the tablets as 100%, well. 100%. So, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Be back after this. Night surgery it is at seven minutes to go, and as I said, that uh, I'm stopping on number two hundred. The professor is in agreement with me. So anything after that, I'm not opening up another page to see if there's anything else because then I unfortunately I have to go further and prof, like a can of worms. Like a can of worms. So prof, this is I'm, I'm staying on this page. Because I did say long before the time that this is it. Right, the alaikum, a female, age 56, weighs 68 kilograms. She has no medical history, no high blood pressure, no diabetes, etc., but has menopause. Head is always dizzy. Is it because 
um, of the menopause, or could it be something else? Advice, Canala. Okay, how old you said today? Uh, so 56. 56. Okay, so, yeah, dizziness is not usually a feature of the menopause, days. Okay. So, you know, she should probably go and see a GP and check the blood pressure and check the blood sugar and make sure that's all all right. Mm -hmm. uh, with the menopause, uh, you know, usually you get hot flushes and uh, memory problems and, you know, feeling lethargic and stuff like that. So dizziness is generally not a recognized feature. Uh, so I think let the GP check if everything is fine, then maybe consider hormone replacement therapy and uh, that should sort of uh, bring the balance back to normal inshallah. All right. Salam, age 48, weigh 75 kilograms, height 1.5, female, cardiac patient, elantin 2, pharmapress 1, tenonol 1, half redox, one simvastatin, and uh, that's a daily dosage. On medicine, seven years, uh, symptoms was short of breath, had no strength, bedridden, never took operation, doing fine. But since December, I'm getting short of breath when using stairs and had no energy over summer. Slightly better now, but still gets short of breath. Now I want to travel, but I'm also afraid of long journey with plane. Um, fine just now and now and then short of breath please advice okay but so she says cardiac patient but mm. she doesn't tell us what the cardiac condition is no. and she also mentioned that she's not keen on an operation did I yes. hear that correctly right. didn't go for operation so then. you see what's happening now is that whatever the cardiac problem is it's putting so much strain on the heart that she's going into heart failure right and that's why she's getting the shorter of breath. Mm. And if she doesn't want the operation, then she's going to have to control her fluid intake and output. And that is why we sometimes give them a water tablet. So half a redac is not going to help her mm. very much. Mm. Mm. And she probably needs to be on a stronger water tablet like Lasix, for example. Right, right. Uh, you know, but she needs to go to the cardiac doctor or clinic, whatever it is she's attending. Mm. And she needs to reassess her decision about an operation because if it's a valve problem and the valve is getting tight and it's putting strain on the heart, then a valve replacement actually makes a very big difference to the heart. Mm. And, you know, all the strain and so on will be improved and then she won't get as short of breath as she's getting now. All right. But I think, uh, you know, all the features point to heart failure. Mm. And it sounds to me as if she needs a stronger water tablet. Uh, oh, right. Um, Salam, I forgot. I also get Desprin, but use Equitrin twice a week instead of Desprin due to my stomach. Okay, so but you shouldn't same. use it twice a week. You <coughs> should use it daily because, you know, in the f five days that you're not using it, you could get a clot. Mm. Today, so. Mm. So it has to be used every day. Otherwise, right. don't use it at all. You're right. wasting your money and you're wasting your time. All right. So it has to be taken daily. I right? did say I'm not opening up the, the, but you know what? By the time people were listening to us, so they just got two more SMSs extra. I will do that very quickly. My husband had two strokes, left side, complain of pain on side. What can it be? Okay. So the the patient had two strokes. Two strokes, yeah. One on each side? No, this is the left side. 
two strokes uh, two on the strokes same side. Looks like it's the same side and, and complaining of pain on the side. Okay, so that probably has nothing to do with the stroke because the stroke usually doesn't cause pain, it causes weakness. So, you know, sometimes we see a condition called frozen shoulder uh-huh. in people who have a stroke. And the question is whether that might be the problem. But again, one has to examine the patient and right. see what's going on. Right. But it's not generally a feature of the stroke. Mm. Mm. And then your last question, Professor. Salam, Professor. My husband takes Adcodol Adico- tablets for headaches on a daily basis. How will this affect his health in the long run? 80 kilograms and 50 years old. Okay, generally it shouldn't have any bad effect. And once a day is not a problem. But is it? Huh. You know, the worst that will happen is that uh, you may have a bit of constipation. But uh, generally there shouldn't be any side effects from that, inshallah. Inshallah. Right, last one uh, with a minute to spare. What is the function of the water tablets? Okay, that's so a query. That's another <laughs> answer. But this is the last. So the one. function of the water tablets, you see, but uh, we've spoken about it before, mm. and we used the example of a geyser, right. if you recall, right. right? And we said that if the geyser is full, and we think of the heart as the geyser, mm. then that volume of blood for the heart is too much. Right. So when we give a person a water tablet, it's like opening the hot water tap, so that the geyser gets a bit empty. Right. To the point where the heart can cope with that amount sure. of fluid. So what a lot of people do is when they pass a lot of urine, they feel that they must now take Drink more again. water. Yeah. And then they open the gear from the top and they fill it up again. So right. they're wasting all the beautiful effort of the uh, water tablet. Uh, uh, you follow? Right. So the purpose of a water tablet essentially is to reduce the volume of blood. Right, right. And you may remember from your biology days, Buddha Yusuf, that the blood is 90% water. Of course, yeah. So when we give you a water tablet, we're actually reducing the volume of blood Mm, mm, in the body. Right. That's the main purpose of it. With that, shukran very much for being here this evening once again, Mm -hmm. Prof. After such a long period. No, alhamdulillah, it's a pleasure. Wonderful to have you here. Just to remind the listeners, of course, you can contact Professor... No, no, wait, let me set that straight. You can contact the surgery, Professor's private surgery, to make an appointment to go and see Professor uh, as the rheumatologist, of course, and the number is 021-448-7500. I repeat slowly, 021 Double four eight seven five double zero, and you can make an appointment to go see him, Professor Kala, in his private capacity. Prof, it's been wonderful having you back here. Really. Lovely to be back. Uh, alhamdulillah, and as I said, I've booked you. It's written down <laughs> in my diary. Next week, inshallah, uh, inshallah, inshallah nine o'clock, yeah. you will be in the studio. Inshallah, inshallah. yes, <laughs> See, I'm even giving you a time now. That's a, a stick. I have to be, hey, Professor. Hey, hey. All the very, it, eh? <laughs> all the very, very best. And inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always guide and protect you and grant you all the ilm, all the wisdom to continue to be of service to uh, to, uh, humanity at large, inshallah. And also, I'd just like to say that uh, your students, they speak very highly of their beloved professor. Alhamdulillah, Prof. Until we speak again, (laughs) assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.